This is Vic from your friendly neighborhood show. Chew on this, a Nerd United podcast. If you like what you've been hearing, please follow us and like us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. On Facebook, it's at Chew on this podcast. And on Twitter and Instagram, it's at Chew on this pod. We're active on all three social media sites. And it's not just podcast episode announcements, but it's also memes, nerd news, and any special events the show might be at. Now light some candles, pour a glass of wine, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome to episode 285 of Chew on This, a Nerd United podcast. I'm BJ. Vic, we're here. Uh, well, this is our normal episode. Stay tuned for a bonus episode. Yes. Um, uh, Mandalorian episode two. Uh, but this, this show, uh, kind of popped out of nowhere. Um, I saw it online. I thought it was funny. And then I knew it was, um, Nick, what's his name? Nick, Nick Frost something. and Simon and, Pegg. Uh, yeah, that they were attached to it. I'm like, oh man, it's got to be good. So I watched it and I kind of liked it. I mean, it wasn't great. It wasn't bad. It was interesting. There's like a big twist at the end. Yeah. But overall, overall, I had a good time watching it. It's, there's some really, if you watch it again, I guarantee you laugh harder because there's a lot of parts in there that I knew I missed. Like I, I rewound it and it's just, it was, funnier the second time yeah it's like anchorman oh yeah because we there's lack of content as far as movies concerned in theaters uh we have to turn to all the content that's going on in the streaming because normally we don't do that but this kind of kind of forces to like watch a lot more shows that are coming out on the streaming and this one like you said kind of came out of left field i i didn't know anything about it you're like what's this truth seeker thing and i'm like i don't know and then you're like, but it's got those two guys in it. And I'm like, oh shit. Okay. Let's, let's take a look at this. And it's not like you watch the first episode and you're hooked kind of thing. Like I could have watched this week to week. I would have been fine with it. Um, yeah. but it's, it, there's something there. It is, it is a decent show. It's not like groundbreaking or anything like that, but it's kind of taking the formula that those guys have done before with like Shaun of the Dead and some other and Hot Fuzz, you know, like kind of twisting or turning some of those genres on their head. They've focusing on this one as a, a more like a supernatural type thing. And I and I think for the most part it worked. Um, and I did enjoy it for the most part. I didn't think it was like fantastic, but I thought it was good enough to hold my attention. And I kind of want to see where they're going to go with it. I mean, I, I, I really enjoyed I mean, I, I did enjoy it and I, I know I'm going to like it more watching it again because it's, it's, you know, British humor. You always miss that, you know, dry humor, but some of the funniest things were some of the most natural yeah. things like the, 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 the father-in-law telling him to fuck off and his normal <laughs> reaction is just like, all right. And just walks away. Malcolm McDowell's awesome. It's <laughs> yeah. so great. <laughs> um, but there's all these like, weird supernatural things and 
And I thought it was really weird that Simon Pegg was paying, playing such a small role in a, in a show that he created with, with Frost, I think. Yeah. So, but the twist at the end is, uh, pretty good. But let's, let's try to, let's try to break down each episode really quickly. I think there's what, eight episodes? Yeah. The way it begins, it's pretty, it's kind of scary. There are parts of it that are a little freaky, you know? Yeah. Um, but it's multiple things. Like they'll have like, this charred woman, you know, kind of walking towards you all like wild eyed. And then they have this like being that keeps flashing in and out of existence in front of mm-hmm. you. Like it looks like a, a bad TV channel or something. Um, <clears throat> and those things kind of freak you out. And there's, uh, there is a sixth sense quality to it that I didn't get until that twist happened toward the end, which I was like, Oh shit, that's pretty cool. Um, you're talking about, you're talking about <clears throat> Astrid. Um, so, oh, okay. So right. Astrid, when she was, uh, I guess a girl or something like that, uh, did her mom, what, like set fire to the house or some, something happened and her mom died in a fiery, you know, right in front of her died, burnt to a crisp. And then it just kind of flashes away. And then when it comes back to reality, she's laying in a hospital bed and, uh, she wakes up and these creatures are like following her around and shit. And she yeah. she bolts out of there, and she I guess learns about Nick Frost and his side project, which he's like a cable TV guy or like an internet guy. Uh, yeah, but the his true calling or the thing that he loves to do on the side is he has a YouTube channel called Truth Seekers, and <laughs> it's pretty pathetic. Like <clears throat> like the whole time I don't know how long he's been doing it, but he's never seen shit. It's all like on hearsay and stuff. He basically debunks everything. Yeah. <laughs> he debunks himself. <laughs> yeah. Like he just he just doesn't think anything's real because he's not seen it yet, but he's still fascinated to find it. Yes. Um, um so And that there's some creepy elements to it like that when it happens in the beginning and it happens throughout the episode or a couple episodes, and then they tell you what that thing is. You're like, oh, so there's like a part well, of it. How much do we want to spoil this? Well, mm, that's a good point. I will say this: like, there's a part in it where like he's sitting in the car, and they're just literally all you hear is numbers. Like this whole yes. episode, all you hear is numbers coming out of this radio. And he just nonchalantly is just talking over it to whoever's in yeah. the van. And he listens to it every day. And then you mm-hmm. find out that it was actual, like, I guess a spirit that transferred into the machinery. And it's literally calling out those numbers like every day. Yeah, it was the Allies from World War Two or One. Yeah, One it happened those? like years ago. And um, he's been spitting out that thing for the last 40 years. Yeah. It's like there's there's just like this like element of like there's like this creepy scientist guy from the 40s or 50s that does these like wicked uh, experiments to try to like I don't know like the the that dog like that was still alive that was fucking just totally creepy um, and they did stuff like that back then they were trying to reanimate animals and humans and try to like right keep them keep them going long enough to whatever. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> but this guy figured out how to transfer your soul like into a machinery or into something to a person or, you know, whatever. And that was just by accident. Yeah. He did so. it by accident. Um, yeah. I don't know how much you want to spoil this thing. I mean, each episode kind of 
dive you dive further and further into the into the truth seeking you know part of it and it, it well what I liked unravel. about it is that is that things that you're wondering what the hell is going on in the beginning of the show pay off at the end like yes. that you find out the numbers was the payoff and then there's a nice callback to it at the end of the show yes uh, or at the end of the season and so like there's things like that but I I enjoyed the um the interaction between uh Elton and Gus Elton is yeah. uh, his name is Elton John. Yeah, but his his real name was uh uh oh damn it, it was another singer. <laughs> what was, yeah, I was. can't remember now, damn it. It was like Elvis Presley or something. Yeah, it's something crazy. <laughs> it's just it, it's just a look that Nick Frost gives him yeah. when he repeats that famous uh, the other famous singer's name. I just thought it was like really funny. The, just these subtle looks and these subtle things like <laughs> I love Nick Frost. He's he so fucking so, he's funny. He's really, yeah, his comedy is really good. Uh, really subtle sometimes too. Uh, it, we're, and, and like you said, like they'll say something to him and he kind of gives you a look and then he's just like, whatever. And then he just keeps going. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Okay, fuck it, whatever. That's especially weird, but whatever. The, especially with the uh, father-in-law. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> yeah, I love Malcolm and Dow. So I have a big what the fuck, right? Okay. So... <clears throat> they meet Astrid because she basically runs out into the middle of the road and they, you know, he gets, she gets in a van with two complete strangers, strangers in a van. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like this could not be anything worse than I, well, I guess it is worse because she's being chased by a fucking ghost. Right. Burnt one. <clears throat> so th- that's how they meet. And eventually uh they either talk her or talk him into going to check out where the, she was in the hospital, right? Yes. So when they drive into the parking lot, the hospital looks like it's run down. Yeah. And then when they go into the hospital, there's like police tape everywhere. Yeah. And I'm thinking, why hasn't Gus or Elton mentioned anything that this hospital, like she was just here three days ago, and this hospital doesn't look like it's been used for Decades. Well, okay, so as an audience member, it's a, it's a WTF, but then it makes sense at the very end. I, I mean, we might as well spoil this thing because it's never going to make any sense. No, it makes sense for it. her, but Nick and – I'm sorry, Gus and oh, Elton. Oh, like they couldn't figure it out then? They're yeah, like, like I mean imagine going to you know a normal hospital, right? Yeah, yeah. Now imagine going to a hospital that not only doesn't have any power going to it but has police tape up. Like are <laughs> – like that's something you're going to notice. Right. Right? And they don't say any of that. And I thought I missed something. No, you didn't. In the episode. They, did, they basically just weren't paying attention. And they had like that magic book that they ripped off from the from the person and they um used that to do the incantation. She was great. Yeah. They did like an incantation to like get rid of the ghost. So she's like, Oh, I don't see him anymore and thank you and all that stuff and then she just kinda joins their team, you know? And um I knew something was up with like Simon Pegg, like not at first, but as time went on, I was like, I think he's part of this thing. Like everything who was, kind of pays who was off. That woman it. that that they stole that shit from. Oh, she was like I. I thought she was another conspiracy theorist, but I, I think she was that JoJo seventy four. I think so. Yeah, I think she was. Okay, she's she, fantastic in this. Oh, she's awesome. She wasn't working with Toynbee, right? She was working against him, but I can't remember like what her exact purpose was. But they. I can't remember. <clears throat> but she was trying to convince them to do one thing, and over the radio, he's like, yeah, I'll, I'll go do that. 
And then when they hung up, he went against her wishes. And so that's how you knew, like, he he didn't fucking believe her at all. Like, he right. he went th- with his gut, um, which ended up paying off for him. But, yeah, uh, the, the twist at the end is crazy because if you go back and kind of watch it again, knowing the twist, it it's, it's a sixth sense type of thing. Only they can see and kind of interact with her. Like, both, like, all of them do, right? I mean, including... Nick Frost, or is it only Elton John that could see her? I can't remember now. No, they both see her. Yeah, they both see her. So that, that you know, that kind of fakes the audience member out. Like, oh, uh, right. she's, you know, okay, she's real. Like, there was no reason to go against that. Um, I don't know. I, was, I just, the, the part just bothered me. It's kind of like the episode in the series finale for, for The Office when you find out that it was Dwight's kid all along, but then they gave her the test, him the test that, that wasn't um, a kid. It, well, right. you, you know why though, right? I mean, that was a, well, ri- there was was a, a writer's scene. error. That was a writer's error, not an error, but they were, Dwight was supposed to have his own series. And so, um, that didn't pan out. So they had to like, you know, they had to change it. Um, that he was, was the father. Yeah. Cause he was supposed to have his own show called The Farm. And, uh, they did one episode in the office where he had to like, um, go to his farm and deal with his uh, aunt's death. Oh, right, right, right. I okay? remember that. And then, and then after all that happened, uh, they were supposed to pick that up as series, and they didn't. So then they pivoted and made him, you know, the manager and all that stuff. And you know, but I could have swore from uh, the that uh, what's this guy? What the, who's the creator from this? And Greg Daniels. And, uh, Greg Daniels yeah. said that there's actually a deleted scene from that same episode that shows that. Angela somehow got there first and, oh, and convinced him to lie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> but I mean, that for some be. reason, Greg Daniels said he never wanted to put it out there. He could have, he just didn't. Yeah. So I was like, okay. Cause well, I always thought, I always thought sense. it was a, was an error in like, like he was supposed to get his own show. And then, then when that didn't happen, they're like, okay, let's go back. Like, no, okay, this is actually, good. if you look it up on the internet, you can actually see okay. Greg Daniels say that there is a deleted scene so that I'm they totally either wrong. filmed or just, yeah, you're, you just lied your ass up. Yeah. <laughs> well, it made sense to me. I'm like, well, this you, is probably No, wrong. that did made sense too. I was like, <laughs> I was agreeing with you knowing full well what I knew Greg Daniels said. <laughs> I'm agreeing with you, but I know you're wrong. I'm just going to, I'm just going to watch it die. <laughs> just going to watch it fucking burn on this one. <laughs> You flew too. Just gonna, you flew too close to the sun on wings of pastrami. <laughs> yeah, you. Uh, I was like, you're you're really going for it. I'm going to let him do it. I'm going to let him feel good <laughs> about it. And then the I'm going to shit all over it. I'm going to shit all over you it. Just fell on your samurai sword. I'm like, I know this is completely wrong for a fact. <laughs> I'm just going to let him go. <laughs> I'm just going to let him do it. I'm going to see how high. I'm going to see how. I'm going to see how how badly he burns. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, that makes sense. Uh, Toynbee was like a creepy fuck too. Oh my god. Yeah. He was like a Tony Robbins kind of guy, but then ended Tony up Robbins, like, but like a little bit like a off kilter. Those evangelistic type people. Yeah. I don't even know if that's a word. <clears throat> Something. Those spiritual. Those guide. crazy people. Yeah. Cult like, but oh my god, he was like injecting people in the eyeballs though. That's like <laughs> yeah. that is that's totally freaky. Um, yeah. and he can like explode it at any time. Like, you would think, you would think if you were going to do that to somebody's eye, you wouldn't cause an infection to make them know that it's there. <laughs> look, 
need right? to go, like I need to go to the doctor. Did you not <laughs> test this? Yeah. Why didn't you, you know? go to the, not go to the doctor? That didn't make. And then like, oh, that red glow is that's interesting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> that's uh, what's her? That's the sister Helen, I think. Right? Yeah, yeah. I love Helen's great. Oh, show, Helen's funny. Um, well, she was like an agoraphobic, right? Like she couldn't go outside for a long time. No, no, that, well, is agoraphobic is somebody who needs to stay indoors, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because Doesn't it want was, to interact it, with people. And like, it, what made me laugh is that she made a Dalek outfit, a Daleks to go at Comic Con and she never could go. And then he gives this like crazy cool speech to her and, and she's like, and you're thinking, oh, she's gonna go to the to the. Contest. She still didn't go. <laughs> no, he, the Dalek leaves the contest, winning, drives all the way back to the car, and it's Nick Frost inside of it. I'm like, oh, you bitch, <laughs> <laughs> you, you fucked us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I remember the guy was like, I'm so proud of you, and they ripped the helmet off, and he's like, what, <laughs> Gus? <laughs> and she opens the door, and she's like, I won. <laughs> <laughs> so great yeah i mean there are some really great things that happen in this show Ooh, i just think it, you know what i was thinking the whole time i was well a i was thinking i'm gonna watch this again and it's gonna be hilarious yeah because i did think it was funny the first time i felt the same way watching this that i did the office the first time i saw it and i didn't like it and then i went back and watched it and that first season is really uncomfortable to watch because there's really nothing funny no that you know it's that's straight british like that's just what they do Look, if you really like this show and it tickles your nerd spot, please review the show on iTunes and Facebook. It'll help getting the show sponsors and allow the show to keep putting out daily and weekly content. Now back to our regularly scheduled program. Well, there's an episode, and some of it's just ridiculous. Like there's an episode where they flash back to the Toynbee guy, the bad guy, going into this facility kind of like a james bond type thing trying to get this magic incantation paper like this major thing that's going to help him transfer like the whole show is predicated on this guy that needs a lot of people to die so that all their souls can open up this portal so he can go to a turnus i think he calls it and yeah. because like one or two or three is not enough. He's basically going to live. He's, he's going to make everybody die so that he can live forever. Live forever. So, but, but he, he lied to them, but he needs this, this paper. <laughs> You're like Danny DeVito. You lied to me. Conk. <laughs> um, so he, he, um, but it's so funny because he has this eyeball and he hits, the, puts the eyeball in the thing and it opens the door. And then he goes and puts a tongue on the thing and then it opens the door. I'm like, what detector <laughs> detects your tongue? That's weird. Um, yeah. and then he's got a, then he's got a hand and he puts it on there and it says, eh, eh, eh. so then he pulls the other hand out of his pocket, and puts it on there. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh my God, this is so he ridiculous. All, he does it all calm. And he's like, Oh, you would be a lefty or something like that. Yeah. Right? Like, I mean, it's so over the top and hilarious, uh, at the same time, but really freaking creepy, you know, yeah. and, and then he gets the incantation and he disappears. But the show likes to do play with time a little bit. And then also there's like a storyline where Nick Frost, you keep hearing about his wife that he was in love with and, and you think that the guy is living with him is his actual dad, but then you find out it's his, it's his, uh, uh, father-in-law, father-in-law who yeah. ended up staying with him after, after his wife had 
died. And then you found out how she died, and that just made things even way worse. Because um, I didn't I like, I didn't again. like, I didn't like that at all. Well, she was how? she. How did she die? Toynbee killed her. Oh, that's right. That's like, right. That's right. Sliced her neck, and then he's like, "Yeah, she was. She's so pure." Or whatever that the readings are off the charts, and he's like, "All I need is like another hundred of you, or something like that," and yeah. and that's what he what he goes and does. But she was he just wasted her life, just killed her right. Yeah, there. like the the few episodes. It's I think so every episode watch. starts with a flashback, isn't it? It kind of does because you. So hear, that would make sense, yeah. right? Because the opening the opening move part of that show is in the hospital, right? Yeah, yeah. So that is kind of a flashback. Yeah. So they do, I mean, they play with time and they'll tell you about something, but you don't really quite know. And then they do a flashback and you're like, oh shit, that's how that happened. And then, yeah. and then the, the main characters eventually find out themselves afterward. But as an audience member, you kind of find out before the characters do. And, uh. Well, I, I, I liked it because, you know, anytime something pays off in a TV show, I always think about Breaking Bad. Yeah. Because there's so much shit that pays off if you stick with the show. Um, like, especially that season where they just kept f- looking at the fucking plant in the backyard. Oh, yeah. I'm just like, what's going on with the, why do they keep doing this fucking stupid? Yeah. And, it and was then you poison. find out what it is, right? Yeah. So like in, th- in this show, that happens. Like things that you see finally pay off later and it makes total sense. Yeah. Like, you know, th- I thought those parts were pretty cool. You know what? After talking about it, I feel a lot better about this show. No, I, the show's great. I did, I mean, like I said, it's not like, Holy shit, call your friend up and you have to watch this like right now kind of thing. It's, it's, it's a steady, like you could watch this like one episode a day and be cool. And, you know, it's not, uh, I mean, you can burn through it pretty quickly. It's only like what? 20, I did. 22 minutes. Yeah. So I did because I, I got into it. So I kept watching. You it. could watch, but, I, I think I spent two days and watched like four episodes one day and four the next. And that was perfect. Um, but, I did like by the end of the show. I'm like, I I want to know what's happening. I I really care about these characters, so I want to know like where this yeah. is going to go, what's going to happen. Um, because that twist ending was like, holy crap! Like, wow, I did not see that coming. That's pretty cool. That's um, payoff. And then you're wondering, like, you had mentioned, you had mentioned you sooner, you, yeah, you had mentioned earlier that um, you know, she uh, he's listening to the to the radio. You know, that guy saying the numbers over and over again. And then at the end, it's Elton that wants to keep the radio on just in case. Right, right. Which I thought was a really cool payback. Really cool. And Elton, you know, he's got every single person has like a a story arc. And Elton's, I think, was the biggest one because he had a lot of, you know, I guess trauma too when he was younger. And and it kind of manifested into, you know, him being older. But you find out that he's like super sensitive to the spirit world and he can actually control them. He can. And it's so cool. Like once he kind of becomes a little more confident and starts utilizing that ability, that's where it's like, okay, like I can see where this character is going to go from here on out. He's just going to get, you know, better and better. And they're going to be kind of cool. And they're going to do more cases. You know, I want to see, I want to see multiple cases, or I want to see like a Ghostbuster situation where you got a main bad guy in there and shit's happening all over the place and they got to solve it. You know, I love solving mysteries. That's basically like, like supernatural. Like yeah. there's always one major baddie yeah. for the season. Um, and the same thing with like the Flash does the same thing. Yes. But this is over eight episodes, so it doesn't get as fucking tiresome because right. 
you know, talk about filler episodes before, uh, another show. Um, you know, there's so many filler episodes when you do an American like show like that. 22 episodes. Yeah. They're like 10 of, yeah. 10 of them you could cut away and, and then get really like tight one story. episodes, they won't even do anything. Yeah. It'll just be completely one off. Yeah. Like there's a storm outside. So we're stuck inside. Yeah. <laughs> and one let's, of the bad guys got stars. out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. But you know, so, so this one, there's no room for that. It's not tight. only is it not an hour like the flash, it's 22 minutes. Yeah. It's nice and tight. 22 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Tight 22 and it from beginning to end really, I mean, pretty good stuff. Nothing lags, nothing stupid, nothing's out of place. Well, that's, that's again, the best part about yeah. British television is again, that's what I, this is what I heard was that they need a beginning, middle and end and how many seasons it's going to be. You don't get an infinite amount and not know if you're going to be fired the next year or not. Right. Like, right. There's nothing like that. They pick up a show. They pick it up from beginning to end. Yep. And you know, this could end, but that the end, the ending is too good to, to not like, I don't continue. know, man, I'm, I'm really worried because this is, Oh, this is an Amazon prime show. So I'm prime can prime, Amazon can, uh, they can afford to keep a show like this. Pick, on. It, pick it up. Yeah. Keep it going. Yeah. It's low budget. Cause I do it's enjoy like, it. It doesn't look expensive, you know. No, and it's really well done. You know, it's really the, the writing, of course, is brilliant because of, uh, because of those guys, you know, so it yeah. works. And the, the, they seem settled in their characters, you know, that's the yeah, thing. Yeah, now it's they like, do. Yeah. Sometimes it's weird. It's like you'll watch an episode of something and it's different than what it is toward the end. Like they, it took them time, but this is like, it looked like the, you know, the, the world was already lived in. It looked, you just jump right in, you know, and just go. Right. Like you find out right away what exactly, you know, who these guys are. You figure it out, and then as you go along, it tells more of their stories, and then you start to kind of really care about the characters a lot, which I liked. And and each episode well, like see, deals with something different. You know, I like to see the. Uh, I like to see that. You know, this first season is just basically setting the world up. You know, with a good story. Uh, to to move it along, yeah. But then, now you don't have to tell what this world is anymore. Now you can just play. Now it you just play it in the second. Yeah. Set. yeah, and I liked how they, you know, there'd be an episode where they're talking about the Comic Con, and then two episodes later they're going there. Like they yeah. they kind of set things up, and you know, it's it's one long story essentially. And so, um, but no, I think it was really well done. Like these guys crafted a really good story, and now. I'm hoping okay, there's eight episodes. Does each episode represent a day in the show? Because the the course of time that's possible. Yeah, I is, think so. In this show, it doesn't. It, I don't think it, a lot of time has passed from the time you meet Astrid to the very end. No, maybe maybe a week, if that, maybe less. Um, yeah, because some some of the episodes I think start right when the other one ends, but then sometimes like a day has gone by, or you know, or something like that. And, uh, no, I mean, it's just, it, it's a good, I, I don't know. I thought it was a really good watch and a really easy watch. Like you could watch this in a, in a couple of hours, you could watch the whole thing, you know, like three hours. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's, it's totally worth it. It's like a three hour movie, mini series or something. So, um, that's what I really yeah, liked only, about it. The only downfall is a year from today when I'm watching second season, I will have forgotten everything because I've binged it right now. <laughs> Yeah, we'll have to watch it again. That's what I right. I had to rewatch Umbrella Academy. I had to rewatch like 
you know, a few shows over again to, you know, familiarize myself. Cause like, I was like, what happened last? I don't even remember. And even like the intro that tells you like two or three minutes, you know, that intro of like, they talk about the last season. You're like, Oh yeah, but shit, I kind of want to watch that now. Cause I don't remember all that. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So, um, but yeah, anyway, truth seekers, it's a Nick Frost, Simon Pegg joint. Um, those guys, I mean, ever since I watched Simon Pegg in spaced, I don't know if you've ever seen that show. Really no. good, really good British show called spaced. You got to watch it. Um, ever since then, those guys have just been churning out just really funny and interesting things. Um, I've, and, I think I've watched every single one of their movies. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I went out and I went out and looked for after Shaun of the Dead. I went out and searched for the for the for those guys. Yeah, yeah, kind of like the Jay and Silent Bob of <laughs> Britain or something. I don't know. They're like, <laughs> yeah. but Shaun of the Dead still really holds up. I saw that pretty recently. But there's like Hot it's Fuzz, so good. Hot Fuzz, which is like a funny take on like you know, Hot the, Fuzz. Kind of grew on me after. Like, yes. I didn't enjoy it the first time, but it I, grew on me. Like I, now, I love it. Yes, and then their um, and then their movie about where they go from bar to bar. Uh, what's it called? The end of the world, or I can't remember. It's something like that. Yeah, yeah. It's like a step. Like that was like really fucking weird. Yeah, it's really yeah. weird. And they just keep going to each bar. They're like, "Fuck it, we got to finish this. We have to. <laughs> right. We never made it before, you know. But now it's our time. We got to make it. That's an all star cast too. That's a huge cast. Yeah, really good it cast. is. Um, but yeah, their little trilogy of movies is fantastic, and then everything else that they've done is pretty good. Um, wasn't Nick Frost in um, Into the Badlands? I think he played a part in that. Like, yes, yes, he see, was in there in the second shit, or third. Shit, I never, I never finished that show. I need to go finish it. I think it got canceled, didn't it? It did, but I think it. I don't know. Maybe it had an ending. There was four seasons, I think. So that's basically why I stopped watching once I heard it was canceled. I, was I like, did well, too. I'm not keep I watching. Know. And I love that first season. Fuck. That first yeah, couple of is. episodes are so badass. Yeah. Um, yeah, but anyway, these guys are they're just super talented, you know. And uh, No, I'm looking forward to a second season. So, me I mean, that's basically the best compliment you compliment can give a TV show it. that you just binge is like, I want more. Yeah, exactly. But if, if we didn't make any sense uh, explaining this show to you guys, it's because we didn't want to completely spoil it. But... If you're listening to this and haven't seen the show, go watch it. It's it's a really good watch. And it's like, yeah. you know, again, there's like no really movies to go see right now, barely. And so this is like the other alternative. Um, I read somewhere that they actually tried to sell uh, No Time to Die, you know, the James Bond. They tried to sell yeah, yeah. that for like $600 million, I think. To, oh, to, my God. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine? Um. That's a lot of money, uh, and yeah. probably not much return on that investment. You know, no, um, no, there's not, because I mean, that movie will be out in torrent world in like two seconds. Oh yeah, as soon as they digitally put that out, yeah, that's it, it, very very difficult to put any kind of like, I don't know, security on that thing. It, it's impossible. They might you're make, making you're not making six hundred million off of off of VOD. No, no, no. So I, my advice, hang on to it. Hang on to it till it's time to release it, you know, because that's, again, that's a billion dollar fan franchise. You know, they were expecting a yeah. billion dollars off of Mulan, you know, when if it would have got the theatrical release, but probably would have. Yeah, but uh, it wasn't very good, but it probably would have. I mean, Tenet, 
Tenet lost its ass too. Oh you know? God, I wanted to see it so bad in IMAX. Yeah, comes out digitally. We might still have be able to uh, review that because it comes out before the end of the year on digital, and then D- Blu-ray yeah. afterwards. So might only be like three episodes, three movies from my end of the year list. Yeah, that started the beginning That's of the so year. Sad. <laughs> <laughs> our our end of the year uh most anticipated we're gonna end up be... like talking about tv shows <laughs> yeah like well like something like the old guard will be in there like we're gonna have to never we're gonna have of. to adjust yeah There's something we're gonna have to adjust big time big um, time we yeah. got we don't have much time to do that all right well we're just i don't know now we're talking shop and everyone's like checked out they're like fuck this <laughs> <laughs> you guys stopped talking about the show 15 minutes ago <laughs> yeah i would <laughs> I'm eating a sandwich and watching Mandalorian right now. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, that was episode 285 of Chew on This, a Nerd United podcast. I'm BJ. Vic. Until next time, folks, chew on that. Later. <laughs>